0: so much support for freelancers or artists in the in the media um, as i have now they both laid me off from just the advent of the the outbreak i'm anthropologist and author veronica kieran and i am building an interview archive of stories and anecdotes that define this time in history to write a book preserving this experience for future generations If you have an experience that you'd like to share, check out the show notes to sign up for an interview. As you may have noticed by now, I like to interweave my projects. I have interviewed several people from my first book, Stories of Elders, as well as several young people from my upcoming book, Stories of Tech, for this book and project, Stories of COVID. This interview is no different. David Astudio is a colleague of mine who made the documentary Four Stories of Elders, which has been recognized at film festivals. I asked David to interview because he has a unique perspective as an international student. He's originally from Venezuela and is unable to return home during COVID-19, but also is unable to complete his education as he imagined.
1: I was born in Caracas, Venezuela. Right now I am a film and video and photography student at Grand Valley State University. And I am graduating in a few days. I was living on campus. It was crazy. Um, When we start hearing about it, at first it was all jokes about zombie apocalypses and (laughs) it was all like that and then when it got really really serious that it reached us then uh, it was crazy everyone started moving out it looked like Grand Valley right now looks like a ghost town Uh, people are just everything is desolated and the worst part is that the international students are there alone because a lot of them have nowhere to go I have Uh, friends from church that I can go to. And uh, so I moved in with my host family uh, because it's much safer and and, and better to spend the quarantine here. But many international students are just there every day with no one to look at. And and we can't go to campus. I would like to go to campus and visit them, but I can't. Uh, So it's very rough for international students. Many internationals have the the economic possibilities, but like me, there's many of us that are here by a literal miracle that we're able to study in the States. And uh, our families are not rich and uh, we're being helped by um, scholarships and people with a good heart. So our possibilities are limited and our living possibilities are limited. And if we go back to our own country, where the situation is even worse, we might not even be able to come back and continue our studies and continue our lives. So we have to, like for some of us, it's just we don't have the possibilities. For some international students really, they don't have enough for a plane ticket even. They might have scholarships and people that help them to maintain their housing, but they wouldn't return home for years during the whole college time they just expect that the living conditions in college are going to be good enough to have food and a community and health and studies and just go through all of that so they can then start their own careers and their own lives when they are done with college but in a situation like this where everything changes then everyone goes home and they just stay there and they are just with whatever is left so it's uh it becomes very complicated i know my um i have one uh roommate uh, from malaysia he is not planning to go home i don't think he can and he's gonna be there the whole summer and so he's really just by himself and i i told him man i'm gonna go watch movies with you i'm gonna take you to do out to the mall or do stuff um But right now I can't, so I'm just waiting for everything to really ease a little bit on the quarantine part so that we can do stuff because, yeah, it's difficult. They are actually giving some refunds. They are being easy on the economic, uh, on the financial part. Yeah. You don't get the the check from the bill because it's supposed those kinds of things are, are... are meant for U.S. citizens and, and international students are usually people who have economic resources to send their kids abroad to study. So this is sort of like a luxury. So if you have this luxury, you should be able to go back to your country and do and just go to your back to your rich family and be safe there. But it's not the same for all of us because some of us again come because of someone had grace and a good heart to, to help. Well, my, my life had a huge shift in, in many, many aspects. Like like I said, I am graduating in 10, 20 days and it's the most anti graduation <laughs> ever because now we're not walking, now my family's not coming. We are not having a big showcase where we're showing our last best work that we've done in Green Valley. And all of our production of our films were stopped right in the middle or even before production. Uh, many were postponed or canceled. I raised $1,700. Uh, yeah, $1,700. And that is just sitting there and. <laughs> Everything is is frozen, Um, so it's a very, it's an uh, extraordinary situation, but at the same time, all of this, I mean, I I might sound crazy, but for me, this is an exciting plot twist, personally. I know for a lot of people it's not, and it's very hard, and I have had uh, family and close people that have been infected. Um, But in terms of a personal life, it's an exciting plot twist because it's a reset. It's a stop to think, to reevaluate, to watch my health, watch what I'm eating. Am I doing exercise? Am I, where am I going in life after all of this is over? Um, I'm graduating. So it, it came in an awkward and right moment at the same time. This is a huge social experiment of how much can we really do with technology, not only medically, but also in terms of communication, learning, and just living in general. I want to tell you about the Quarantine International Film Festival. It's a great experience. Uh, This is a festival that popped up just because of the COVID came along and all of the festivals were canceled. The Cannes Festival was canceled. Uh, all of the submissions, all of the theater releases, all of these communities where people went to share their ideas and their films are shut down. So they came up with this online festival that I don't know how they're going to present the films. We will know in a couple of days. 600, they have over 600 submissions from all over the world and they are having a selection of 40 films, and I use their prompt to make a film at home. The whole premise is that you make a film while you're in quarantine, and use what you have available, and be creative, and solve problems, and just be a be a filmmaker. The COVID train crashed for me it's hard when everything stopped. Uh, it is when we were making... So in my senior thesis class, I not only make my own film, but I also have to be the cinematographer in someone else's film. I was making a film called In the, in the Band by uh, director Kyla Allison. And uh, we were shooting on the weekend where all schools closed and the production support services room where we get our equipment... Closed, and where everything was coming to a halt. And we shot that weekend. We still did it. um, Because they still had the the production support open and we got the equipment. And since we were a few people and the, the constraints were not as hard, and we could be in gatherings of less than 200 and 100 people, we said it was fine to make the film. So, uh, that was a very challenging set because on the day of the shoot, several of all, several essential crew members dropped out and a lot of the pressure was on me. I had to put up the lights. I had to, uh, follow the focus. I had to do, assemble my own camera. I didn't have an assistant camera. I didn't have a light and grip. And so... That was a surreal set and uh, we made the film. It took us the whole day and they, in, the, in the air, you could feel the tension, at least like apocalyptic tension of we're making a film in the midst of the world crashing down. And it was crazy. It was just a crazy, crazy experience. Uh, just feeling, feeling that tension in the air while you are making the film. And uh, I was so happy with the footage. We were so excited, but literally we were in a basement while outside the world was falling apart.
0: You can watch David's documentaries, including the Stories of Elders documentary by clicking the link in the show notes. Episodes are being released as soon as I get the interviews. So subscribe so that you don't miss a thing and share if this meant something to you, and if you think others might benefit. Stay safe. Stay well.